Welcome to the home place. My name is Paul Rain. This is my wifey, Carolyn Rain. And today we're looking at the first in a 13 part series, The Rhythms of Life. Stay tuned. So the first in our Family Seasons series, which actually is going to run for a whole quarter, 13 weeks, the first one here is The Rhythms of Life. And, and can I interrupt you? Now you're going to notice this. She interrupts me a lot and I interrupt <laughs> I was you say. a lot. That's just how we go. So we're not being rude. It's just how we flow. <laughs> I, just, I just have a real burden to say. You may be wondering, so why are the Rains doing a weekly summary of the Sabbath School? Is that because we're perfect and we've arrived, therefore we qualify to be able to do this? No, it isn't. <laughs> Far from it. As we go through this, I'm sure we'll have often times where we will talk about and share things we would go back and change if we could as the seasons of life have gone on for our family. But the Lord has put us in a position to be able to share. And so we just wanted to really enjoy this quarter with you of the seasons of life. And whilst I agree with everything you said, we have had the blessings of traveling mm -hmm. for 15 plus years, speaking to small and large congregations and individuals about all aspects of family life. And, and ending up gathering a pile of experiences yes. that we can now... That we can relate with our viewers. So the, the, the wise man starts us off with, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. That it's, it's easy for us to forget that the phase that we're in just now, it's just, it's just one of many phases or many seasons. You know, in the weather, um, you know, you have spring and summer and where I come from, they call it autumn, uh, fall <laughs> and then winter. That's four seasons. But um, in life, there's lots of seasons. You know, we go through the... Um, newly married. Isn't that where a family starts? Right, right, right there at the altar. You know, um, they leave the father and mother and join to the wife. That's a new family that is started then. And then, of course, the babies come along and the toddlers come along after the babies. <laughs> uh, then the children grow and they go through grade school. These are all different seasons. And then the, they turn into young adults all of a sudden and they leave home. And it's like, whoa, what happened? It all goes through so quickly. Um, and then you're kind of like, well, we're not quite at that stage yet. But then you end up with mom and dad who got married back on their own again. And all the children have gone. And then what happens is, you know, we're growing old. We're looking forward towards our parents and what they're going through. We're also looking back and watching our kids get married, have children and go through the cycle, you know, just 20 or 30 years behind us. I, I just got to say, so for the viewers, you're getting the fact that this is Mr. Big Picture Guy. He's kind of got the whole, <laughs> well, I mean, it, this is the whole quarter. We're done now. We may as well not do the rest. because no, I, I just wanted to give that, you know, okay. <laughs> because it's easy. And, you know, so I've got toddlers now. I've got a three and a five year old. And it's so easy to like 
this is life. It's going to be well, like this forever. I just, I just got to say that now you're beginning to see how our dynamics works because he is Mr. Big Picture. Although I can be big picture in some aspects, but I'm also very specific and tuned right in. So I can remember when we, um, Hannah was six weeks old. If you recall, I'd had a pre just for our, our viewers, we have we have two kids, two children. Hannah, who's now 22, and Caleb, who's 20. Just to give you an idea of where we are <laughs> in our seasons. But I'm, I'm looking back to, she was six weeks old. I had a pretty rough post-delivery recovery yes. that took all of those six weeks. And this was the first time we were out in a park with the buggy, with the baby in the buggy. And I was kind of hanging on to the buggy, partly because it was my means of kind of being able to walk around because I wasn't doing well. And I was crying because it dawned on me, this is how it's going to be. Always, all our married life, and we've been married eight years BC, that's before children, and everywhere we went, we always held hands. We just always did. And it dawned on me as I'm pushing this buggy, this is life now. This is how life will always be. And I'm, we won't be able to hold, the next thing that it'll be, it'll be a toddler, we'll have to hold her hand. And of course I want to hold her hand. Don't misunderstand me, but it just hit me like I couldn't see past here and now. And this was life. And I was devastated. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. We can get stuck in, this is my season and I'm going to be here forever. But I want to encourage you to make the very most of the season that you are in. If you've got toddlers, we're talking about that kind of season. Um, if you've got toddlers, pour everything into those toddlers, make home life and character training and all of that the very best that it can be. Um, because, you know, they won't be toddlers for very long. I mean, you kind of, I know you've heard this a thousand times and we heard it and we kind of half believed it, but now we really do believe it, <laughs> is one minute the toddlers, the next minute it's like, what, you're finished with high school already? It's like, how did that right. happen so quickly? Well, and, and there's another aspect, there's the zoned in aspect, like I was describing, but there's another aspect that we can be so involved in the season that we're in, we don't even recognize that we're in a season. Right. And before we know it, we turn back. And I can remember, again, you always remember your first child more. I can remember Hannah. We homeschooled both children. And she was in fifth grade. And all of a sudden, she was in high school. And I couldn't figure, where did those other grades go? They just, it was like grinding through some of those mm -hmm. early grades. And then, bam, they're in high school. So if you're, if you're in kind of third, fourth, heading into fifth grade with your children and you're homeschooling, seize the moments and just soak it up because all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah. So I guess the, the first <clears throat> conclusion we're drawing here is that, um, like Solomon said, to everything there is a season. If you're in the toddler season, enjoy it. If you're in the teen season, Yes, enjoy it. Do what you need to do because and soon you won't have teens. They're, they'll right. be gone. And don't fall into another trap that we fell into, which was kind of understandable. So we've been here in the US for 19 years, just over. And so when we arrived here then, you can understand, we had a one and a three-year-old. And we were associating with families that had teenagers. And these teens would do all kinds of things. They could do all the housework. They could do all the chores. They, they could shower on their own. Yeah, they could <laughs> they, cook they could meals. Cook the grass. Yeah. They could cook meals. They could, and we've got two little ones. Two babies. And, and I would look and 
I'll be truthful, I was envious. I would think, oh, can I, can you just imagine what it will be like when we've got helpers in the family? And yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's funny and we all do it, but it's kind of dangerous. If we're not careful, we spend this season looking toward the next one and always looking ahead for the next thing. That, that happens in the natural world as well. Oh, yeah. oh I can't wait for summer. Oh, that oh was, I can't that, wait our for Our kids were that way. It's too come, hot, it's come, too cold. <laughs> come September, they're playing Christmas carols. It's like, seriously? Come Christmas, they're playing Easter song. It's like, so, really? So let, <laughs> let's not wish a season away. Right recognize there are different phases and we need to make with God's help we need to make the very most of the season we're mm. in um, so we want to move on to Tuesday, Tuesday. we kind yeah. of we kind of jumped through we did Sabbath we, and Sunday and that was Monday now Tuesday so you're going through <laughs> your seasons and all of a sudden the unexpected happens right and the unexpected can be there can be a lot of unexpecteds in life and I think for us, um, our advice to, to each of you would be expect the unexpected. there to be some unexpected. You know, <laughs> this idea of a family, they grow up and they have these little children and they grow and they're, they're lovely children. And then they, you know, these children go into nice, respectable teenagers and then they get nice jobs. One's a nurse and one's a doctor and they go off and they marry their first love. Um, uh, it never just, a hiccup, never a heartache, never a glitch. It doesn't work that That's very well. That's our family, way. right? It's not our family. <laughs> no. and we, maybe it's yours. If it is, call us because we want you to come and sit here if that's the case. <laughs> there's not very many people that go through like that. I think we all long for that and we all think that that's obtainable. But in many... So, so the people that do that are the good people and the people that or like us kind of sort of aren't. Well, when you think about unexpected things happening, maybe maybe there's a divorce. Maybe there's a child that dies. Mm -hmm. um, maybe like in your case, your dad died mm -hmm. when you were 30. I mean, we weren't expecting that. And if those things tend to um, draw you closer to God, you, I mean, as the seasons change, there's one thing I wanted to bring out, as the seasons change, there's one thing that does not change. We get older, our children get older, maybe one of our children, you know, leaves the Lord and goes off into the world, but there's one thing that doesn't change, God. Right. He's the same yesterday, yeah. today, and forever. And, and we're in good company if you're going through one of those transitions, one of those unexpecteds, Job was right there. He had some major, oh, yeah. major overnight, bam, unexpected. Joseph had some major unexpecteds in his life. And the thing is with the Joseph story, when you think about it, it was his own family right. that betrayed right. him. That, that's a horrible thing to happen. But hey, all things work together for good mm -hmm. in the end. I know mm -hmm. that's almost like a cliche, but it really is mm -hmm. the truth. Um, and, you know, when these unexpected things come up, typically in our humanity, we tend to fight it. We tend to try to stop it happening. Maybe mm -hmm. it's, you know, your house is burning down. Of course, we don't want our house to burn down. And we're going to try everything we can to but stop we, it. We know families and their we houses do. burn down. We do. Burn to the ground. Yeah. Several families. And, and what I'm trying to kind of understand and get across is that when these things come in our humanity we think oh no this is a catastrophe let's stop that happening but if we stand back from that and recognize this is a weighed and measured trial 
the Lord is allowed to pass through his hand and come to us and we recognize this is a trial, it's not about stopping it, it's about going through it. Yes. How we go through that hanging on to him is is the key. And oftentimes we find ourselves going over the same ground again. And I believe that's because God is saying, here's another opportunity. How are you going to go through this unexpected this time? Like um, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego when they're in the fiery furnace there in the book of Daniel. The, the Bible doesn't say they were clamoring up the sides trying to get out. Get me, get out, me out. Get me out of here. They were walking around with trusting. trusting in God. God was right there with them. So right. expect the unexpected. When it comes, just say, okay, here's another one. And just remember that through all of these unexpected things, the constant, the, the one thing that remains the same all the way through is our God. He's always there with us. He will never leave us, never forsake us. That's very comforting when you go through hard stuff. And I, and I you think, have a text here. Well, I was to, about to say, I think Tuesdays kind of rolls into Wednesdays and Wednesdays is talking about the changes, the transitions. So we've got we've got the um, the, the unexpected that we were yes. talking about on Tuesday. Now on Wednesday, we're talking about transition. There's kind of sort of one and the same, but there's a slightly different twist. Well, actually, sometimes the the unexpected things bring the transition. It's like, okay, my wife died. Uh, that's that's uh, unexpected and it brings now a transition. Life has to go on a little differently right. now. And most, most humani of humanity resists transition. So there's the transition of, hey, here we are, the Rain family. We've been traveling the world, speaking together as a family for all these years. And now we're not doing that. That's a transition. Mm -hmm. Now we are doing it some, but not as we were. And now we're doing it in a slightly different shape because now our daughter is ministering for the Lord in Tennessee. That's where she's living. That is a transition. Is that comfortable? No, it isn't. Does it take time to grow into the new shape that the Lord creates as you go through transition? It does take time. But can you come through that out the other side in a beautiful way, you definitely can. Yeah, well, there's the thing no is, the, there's, trans, there's good transitions. Dad gets a promotion. They brought that this out in the lesson. Okay, mm -hmm. so your income just went up five, ten, twenty thousand. It's like, whoa, what a good transition. <laughs> Let's do that again. Yeah, we like that one. <laughs> and then there's other transitions where, oh, all of a sudden, Dad got laid off. Right, you know, there is no income. Th there is, and that's, you know, so these transitions, they, they take a bit of getting used to, but again, God is the constant. He will never right. leave us and or we, forsake us. So what we're really trying to encourage you with, we all go through transitions. They're different. They're different shapes and sizes for who we are, but we all go through those. And there's a beautiful verse here in Philippians. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, it says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Friends, we can be confident that what he's doing He's got a plan and he will complete what he's doing. And we have to kind of hang on going through some of these things in life that for us don't feel good and look good, but he has a plan. Again, it's the, it's the seasons of life, the, the, the rhythms of life that we go through. So we just wanted to close off with Thursday. Um, interactions, mm -hmm. home life and all these different phases, there's different interactions that we have. And we affect others, others affect us. Yes, and a lot of that goes on in our own home. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we see each other at church and we might see each other at social events or, but really a lot of life is just lived in your own house. And, and the greatest influence really comes from the home. Yeah. And how we influence one another in the home, whether that be for good or bad, it's really for us to choose. Are, are we going to be a positive influence or a negative one? And we've all been there and done the negative one. Well, that, and that's, that's, that leads on to another thought that, you know, of these different seasons that we have, some of them are in the home with our children. Mm-hmm. So we need to make the most of our mm-hmm. interactions then because our interactions are going to change. Like for us and Hannah, she's the other side of the country now. So it's different. Praise um, the Lord for FaceTime. <laughs> so we've got some texts here we wanted to run through. Um, it's talking about interactions, especially as it is in the home, although it applies to all kinds of um aspects of life it says with all lowliness and gentleness with long suffering bearing with one another in love you you can tell here that it's not a piece of cake living together i mean you there's different personalities and there's i want to do this and i want to do that and let's not do this and there's so with all lowliness, that's not putting ourselves ahead and just stomping on everybody, and gentleness, and being patient. Just let God work out some of these things. Uh, fantastic text, that is, uh, Ephesians 4.2. The next one, wifey, is... James 5 verse 16 says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another. What a beautiful opportunity that is in the family to be able to pray very specifically. Because, you know, I know the specific needs that are within our family. You know the specific needs within your family. And we can pray somewhat generically for one another. But how much more can we pray within the family for the very specific needs that we know are present. That was the first part. That was the second part of the text. Pray for one another. The first part is confess your trespasses to God. It's not what the verse says, although we should, to one another. So, you know, if you're going to live under the same roof and you're going to eat with these people and, you know, bump into them all day long, it's going to happen. It's going to happen a lot that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to you know, say things that you didn't mean to say. You're going to do things that you realize, man, I shouldn't have done that. And we've all done that. Let's be truthful. Yeah. And that's part of why God put us in a family. Mm -hmm. But it says, confess your trespasses to one another. Say sorry. In other words, you say, hey, I'm sorry I came on strong or I'm sorry I wasn't there to help or whatever it is. We we need to And then we move on. I, I think the problem comes when it's like, well, I never do anything wrong. You know, I'm just, you know, um, I'm always right. It, the people who are always right are not liked very much. So I don't know if that's you. I mean, I, I tend to that a little bit. I'll just be real honest. Um, but, but we love him. <laughs> yeah, and that moves on to the next. Um, oh, this was a quote you wanted to share yes, to wrap up. Yes, Adventist homepage 18 says, The home may be plain, but it can always be a place where cheerful words are spoken and kindly deeds are done, where courtesy and love are abiding guests. What a beautiful picture that paints of what we are aiming toward. Does that mean we're always doing that? No, but that's what we're aiming toward becoming more and more day by day as we grow together in the family. So it's time for you, I guess, and for us to take inventory. Where are you? What season are you in? Maybe you've got teenagers. Maybe you've got young adults who are just on the edge of leaving home. 
make the most of every season mm -hmm. and make sure that you bring God into every season. Mm -hmm. um, and don't wish this season away, hoping for the next one. You know how the children do this. Oh, I, they want to be with the next class up in Sabbath school. They always want to be <laughs> moving up until you get to our age. And then you don't you, want to, you you want want to, to move slow up, up not move up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So um, enjoy the season you're in. Make the most of it. If you've still got children in the home, make the most of that. That wraps up this topic. Uh, for this week. For this week. Next week. Um, the choices we make. That's uh, lesson number two. Uh, we'll be back mm -hmm. uh, next Wednesday and join us for the choices we make. God bless and bye bye from the home place. Bye now.